0: quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible they keep this show free to listen to when our kids are born we have expectations as to how our family will interact what we certainly aren't ready for are the struggles we encounter with the people we love the most we are here for the parent who feels like they've tried it all for the parent who feels like they have to yell to be heard for the parent
1: who is tired of timeouts and kids fighting all day we are here for you
0: We believe when parents feel supported and heard, they are able to come to parenting more centered. We offer tools to navigate the messiness of life with kids. We are Peace in Parenting.
1: We're back for another
0: episode of the Peace in Parenting
1: podcast. I'm Gemma and I'm here with Michelle.
0: Hi, how are you? We're going to talk about play today. We love play. We do love play. Play is an acquired taste, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, it took me a long time to learn to play with my children. It wasn't it didn't come naturally to me at all. Neither. It still doesn't for me. Most of the time I'm
1: forcing myself to play, but then once I'm in play, I actually love play.
0: I know it's fun because they're having such a good time. I just think once again. If nobody played with us, if adults didn't play with us, mm-hmm. then it's not natural for us as adults to play with our kids because we didn't have that modeling. So we think, oh, no, I have to take care of kids, you know, make exactly. sure they're fed, make sure they're safe, make sure all that stuff's done. And the play was just not part of my, my the equation for me, for sure. I mean,
1: I can't remember a single time I'm thinking now that my mom ever played and my dad would do like airplanes, you know? We'd get on his yeah. legs, and that was like the extent. And he'd play baseball. He loved baseball, so he would pitch the ball to us. But we never like like me and my kids
0: are all over each other. <laughs> yeah, really so sweet. <laughs> really sweet.
1: Yeah, but I think part of it is because you think if you play, it's you're like laughing and rewarding their bad behavior, but it's really just breaking up tension,
0: right? Yeah, it can be used to break up tension for sure. I mean, I think that um, it's the child's natural state and it's the way in which they communicate things to us and the way in which they process because they don't they don't have work. They don't have, you know, this intellect where they're really talking about their feelings. So they might play their feelings out. Mm -hmm. And when we can engage with them, it becomes a really bonding activity, which lets us inside of their world and on their level and on their terms and it's important that, you know, we keep in mind that we might be comfortable playing board games or, you know, doing hot Yeah. But that <laughs> might not necessarily be what they want to do. And mm-hmm. so I would be like, oh, yeah, shoots and ladders every single time. And it was like on my terms when I wanted to do it, how I wanted to play it by the rules and everything. Yes. And so we kind of have to notice where our child gravitates toward and follow their lead instead of us being in control. And it's really powerful because then once again, it gives them that good control where they don't want to necessarily assert themselves later when you ask them to put their shoes on or eat their dinner. But you're giving them the control in a good environment where you're allowing them to have control over you and it makes them feel good. Do you know what
1: Mancala is with the no. bowls? Oh, yes. That Caleb game is obsessed with this game and we do it like almost special time style where he's sometimes sometimes I just have to win for my own like
0: I just need (laughs) for your own (laughs) (laughs) self-esteem
2: but he
1: will tell me like where to move my marble because he's like I have a strategy going right now move your marble right there and then he'll do it he'll be so excited when he grabs up all my marbles and they go in his mancala and it's fun it's like fun to see his brains at work and I'm like, how are you this smart how are you counting these marbles but it's like I sacrifice winning for him playing that game with me and it makes
0: him so happy. Well, it's funny you should say that because I was going to talk about this later, but this is a good segue, is that if we are obsessed with winning Mm -hmm. and we're always you know, making sure it's fair, (laughs) we're winning, you're losing, these are the rules, we're very rigid around it, we're modeling that we value winning and that we value rigidity and that we value rules and so then we get a kid who's really rigid around winning, who really wants to win all the time. And a lot of parents will say to me, well, I, I, I don't want to create a sore loser, but it's actually mm. the opposite when you can let go and say, fine, it shoots and ladders, you want to go straight to the top and win? Cool. <laughs> and when you can give them that space to do that, then they don't care about winning so much. And the other mm. part of it is, is that life, you, you're going to lose in life. There's always a place to lose there are very few winners. And so they'll learn how to lose, just send them to any t-ball game or send them to school for the day. There's plenty of places for them to learn to lose. It's nice for them to have a place where they always win. And if that places can be with us, then that creates a really special bond. And I just, I let my kids win all the time. Mm -hmm. I never, I never win. And over time now, my oldest will let, my youngest win all the time. I was make just going to
1: say her that Caleb good. does that. We call it Caleb's Joey voice. Cause he's always like, Joey, you won. Joey, look, you did it. But he uses this really funny
0: voice. Esme will give me a little wink when she's like letting her sister win. Like, (laughs) I'm doing it. And then she gets so happy that she's let her win. And Pia feels so victorious because she's beat her bigger sister. And I don't know. I think it's created. And my kids are not sore losers at all. They know how to lose. And this hasn't taught them to you know be upset when they lose but i know if you really hold on to it tight and always make sure that the right person's winning that our kids were modeling that and so then they'll they'll adopt that so that's, that's a good i mean i'm like extremely competitive to
1: the point where i'm like annoyed with myself like just yeah. stop <laughs> but i think that i mean that's just like life you grow up wanting yeah. to win everything and everybody's well, because our society's
0: you. competitive yeah yeah so, but the other thing about play is that um, it, it evokes laughter often. And much mm-hmm. like crying, laughter can expel upsetting or stuck feelings, things that are not always immediately apparent, like old hurts and upset that might be lodged in our kids' psyche. Sometimes they'll come flowing out during a big laugh. And so, getting your kids to laugh in places where they are powerful where they're in control and maybe even at your expense can move out those hurts and so you use it much like crying so i know um my youngest used to love to wrestle after school every single day because school was really hard on her mm-hmm. and i think it was a way of her getting her feelings out and so every day after snack she would say gotta wrestle mom and I we would be (laughs) on the bed wrestling and she would be pinning me down and being like one two three I got you and I could just see like oh boy She's processing something. <laughs> here. Something. She needs, yeah, she needs control because she had been she felt controlled all day, probably, right? Oh, yeah. Stand in line, go to lunch, be nice to this person. It's hard. Sit quietly at a desk. Mm-hmm. So I we did this as a way of letting her win and letting her feel victorious. And it was really it was really therapeutic for her. And every once in a while, she'll still say, I need to wrestle mom, because I mm-hmm. think she knows how it makes her feel
1: we always wrestle we're always they're just like yeah, always on our bodies
0: wrestling. they're everywhere <laughs> like, I love it it's so good and I hate I really I hated wrestling I didn't want to do it yeah. I didn't know how to do it I was like a like a mannequin doing it because <laughs> I didn't I was like wait what do I do how do I do this
1: but they take the lead I mean they show you yeah what they want
0: Yeah. So getting their kids laughing and moving through upsets is another alternative to letting them cry. And it's sometimes it's much easier and Mm -hmm. you can use it kind of in the moment. So when you see like an off track behavior, like a kid's whining or they're, you know, they don't want to eat their dinner or they don't want to comply with one of your wishes. I'll just say, Hmm. And my, we're all, it's all about unkindness in our house right now. It's like, how can you be insulting to your your sister? <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're so dumb. I can't believe you think that. Oh, no. And I'll just walk over and say, oh, looks like someone needs hugs and kisses. Mm-hmm. Did you say dumb? Oh, my goodness. And so it's like, and then they're like rolling their eyes. And like yes. They know and they just become statues. And then you start kissing them and then. I'm going to get over, I'm going to chase you until I catch you to get you the kisses. Sometimes it turns into that and then we're rolling around on the bed. And so it becomes this, you know, connective way of saying this behavior is not okay, But I'm not going to reprimand you. I'm going to, you know, play with you around it. Mm -hmm. And so it's a really different way of looking at off-track behavior. I
1: was going to say about the eating, too. I feel like play around eating because we all worry so much about our kids getting what they need that we get, like, crazy strict about it instead Mm -hmm. of, like, I offer the same healthy foods all the time and they eventually eat them because it's a game. Like with broccoli during the Christmas season, Dan was like do not eat that Christmas tree on your plate. If you eat that Christmas tree, you're going to so turn, cute. you know, like just all silly cute. things that make no sense. But then they would eat their broccoli and
0: open their mouth and show us. It and we're like, show us your Christmas tree in your mouth. So cute. And I think it's just like, I never thought that way before. I yeah. was like, you have to eat your food. If you can't eat, your, if you don't eat your food, you're not having dessert. You're, you're not getting up from the table until you eat your food. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like very tight and rigid. And I was really, you know, we, like you said, we all worry about, the kids eating and I think, yeah, we get really rigid around it because we want them to eat the right foods. But Mm -hmm. if you can come with the play side of it, which is super counterintuitive and, and seems weird, but it does really, really work. And I'd say just try it and, and see what you think. The other thing around eating is that I often recommend to people to do a wrestling or do a hide and seek or do a tag or something. Yeah. Right before, especially with little kids, because dinner time becomes very disconnecting. We're cooking. We want them to be kind of away while we cook. And then we want to sit down right away. And we haven't really connected with them in a bit. So sometimes saying, okay, five minutes of hide and go seek. And I literally used to do that in the mornings. Mm -hmm. Um, when the, I still do it occasionally. I'll say when I think people are wonky, I'll be like, okay, hide and go seek. And we do three rounds of hide and go seek. And it takes eight minutes. I timed it one day and it literally (laughs) takes eight minutes and they're They're happy. They get so much happier and then they'll brush their teeth and get ready and go to school. And it's building in that connection and then asking for the compliance, Mm -hmm. I think, too. And with that was play. It's quick and easy. It doesn't have to be 20 minutes of special time. You know, it doesn't have to be that it can be really quick and much easier
1: my parents were very strict about most things but with eating like I used to have my mouth like they would take my teeth and chomp my food and I'd be like oh because I hated all types of potatoes so I'd be the kid sitting at, they'd make me sit at the table for like an hour after dinner until I
0: no. ate it. No, <laughs> I have three
1: siblings and they would all eat it and I'd be like no I hate potatoes I'm not eating the potato and now I'm like oh my gosh, I love like sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top at Thanksgiving. I would cry over that for hours. And now I'm like, if someone would have just like played a game with me, I would have eaten it. You probably, yeah,
0: (laughs) it wasn't about the potato. I'm quite sure.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my kids just, they don't have total control, but we just have freedom in our house. We're like, if they don't want to eat at the table, I'm like, sweet, where do you want to eat? Let's lay down a blanket and we'll eat on the floor tonight. Like, why do I care? It doesn't matter in the scheme of life, you know? Yeah, definitely. At least for me. It just helps me be looser so that I can parent better. If I'm uptight, then everybody's uptight. <laughs>
0: that's right. I mean, they follow our lead and they vibe off of us because they're linked to us through their yeah. system. They have to be, you know, and that's part of survival and their reptilian brain and that whole thing. Um, there's two other things that I wanted to talk about. And one is tickling. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of research around tickling that it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily the best thing to do. And I I know, (laughs) yeah, tickle hate tickling. Yeah, I I think a lot of um, a lot of adults will say I didn't like it when people tickled me because it Mm -hmm. becomes a control thing. And um, research tells us that laughter produced by tickling is actually just a reflex and it isn't associated with joy at all. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 confusing because we're like oh I'm tickling this child and he's laughing and we're having a good time but it actually is a different center of your brain it's not the joy center and so it it's just hurts. Don't it, I think it hurts. yeah i, I remember I, like the feeling yeah, I remember my dad tickling me till I thought I was gonna pee my pants. Oh no! Yeah, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> but you can't stop laughing for some reason. Well, that's it too. People who are really ticklish, like I was, I couldn't stop yeah. laughing, and so I think he thought it was funny, and so he yeah. kept tickling me, and so I, I just not against like tickling your kids, but. I know I used to tickle my kids a lot Mm -hmm. and I was like wait what I can't and so I would pretend to touch them and and not tickle them like pretend to touch them under their arm or whatever and and they would laugh just hard yeah and this always asked to be tickled and I'm like you don't like
1: tickling why do you
0: Want this. Just yes, do. That, I just do touch, the pretend. Yeah. And then the other thing I did um, yesterday, Pia has a dance audition on Saturday, and she's quite worried about it. And it's this big competition team, and and um, so she said, "I'm so scared for my audition, and oh, it's so hard. I don't know why they have to make it so hard." But I know she loves dance, and I said, "I know." And we sat in her bed, and I listened to her talk about it for a long time, and just hold me and say how scared she was and I know it's I just said I know it must be really scary I can only imagine and I get it and then after like 10 minutes then I started to pretend to be a bobcat and I was like I'm a bobcat and she was, like, I looking at me, you and I right was like, now. I'm a bobcat. And I, like, was, like, in her neck. Oh, my God. Then she would start laughing so hard, and then I would be, like, even harder in her neck. And then I'm like, I'm going to eat you. Oh and God. she was laughing so hard, and I think it helped her, like – We did that for like 10 minutes and it helped her just kind of release whatever Mm -hmm. she needed to release because I knew I wasn't going to get her to cry, but I did get her to laugh some of that away. So I'm sure we'll have another... We'll have another session before the auditions. My
1: sister and I, since we were little, we've always had laugh attacks. I don't know if this is a normal thing. We call them laugh attacks where something, you're just in a mood and something gets you and you laugh for like 10 minutes straight to the point that it hurts. And then you just start sobbing after. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I like
0: that. I think it's very... Therapeutic. It <laughs> happens
1: to me way too often.
0: That's good, though. I mean, you're processing, right? It's you're you're getting processing out. in all
1: kinds of ways.
0: Perfect. <laughs> good. If our kids could just do that. <laughs> I know. The combo. Right. <laughs> you know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before my period. I always used to feel like I was walking in quicksand and craving the most unhealthy of foods. My sleep was always off and my moods were unpredictable. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality and it shows. And the biggest benefit, feeling like myself again. That's what women mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 14,000 reviews of Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off the entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use code PEACE at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PEACE for 15% off today.
2: This episode is
0: sponsored by ByHeart. ByHeart features a patent protein blend that gets closest to breast milk, their formula includes the most abundant protein alpha-lac found in breast milk, as well as lactoferrin, the number one protein found in colostrum. Biheart is an easy-to-digest formula, which includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio like an early breast milk, making it great for a newborn's digestive system. Biheart is the only U.S.-made infant formula made with certified clean ingredients, including organic, grass-fed, whole milk, not skim, what it doesn't have is soy, corn syrup, GMOs, or palm oil. Curious about ByHeart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheartcom forward slash podcast. Use code PEACE for a limited time. Additional terms and conditions apply. So I have a whole list of games that I've kind of um accumulated over the years of teaching and and also um just being a parent and it's anywhere from you know hide and seek to balloon volleyball and sock fights and um, can't get past me where the kids try to get past me and I'm at the couch and they try to get on the couch and they always get on the couch and I'm always bumbling around and I can never get on the couch and I'm the idiot. And so that's, you know, part of it is you, it's at your expense all of this stuff it's never making Mm -hmm. fun of them it's always making sure you're the butt of the joke and they're in control so i'm going to attach this little pdf list of all the games and how to play them and lovely gemma will link it for us and Mm -hmm. so please download that so you can get um all of our games that's so
1: helpful because that's where i struggled was like i want to play Mm
0: -hmm. but how do
1: i don't even know where to start because i really don't know how to play yeah besides tickling and making fun of them and yeah
0: and the art of roughhousing by yes. um larry Cohn is really good um so we'll link good. that too it's a great mm-hmm. book too
1: i even do little stuff like if we're going to a family function or going out to dinner at a restaurant where they have to sit still the whole yeah. entire car ride caleb always asked to play i spy and then dan just brought up 21 questions where we like think of a person and they have to guess who it is but I like that even just doing that like we're not making eye contact we're not touching at all but we're still playing the whole way they are so much better behaved wherever we're going yeah because that 30 minute car ride we connected the whole time
0: Yeah, yeah great that's a good one Gemma yeah, you've got good ones. I like the Christmas tree one too. That one. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> gonna. I might broccoli. add that to my list. <laughs> list yeah.
1: We do like ornaments. They're beans or they're ornaments. We find all kinds of things. That's cute. That's really cute. Eating, I just think is hard. I mean, yeah. we. I really eating is so important to me. So we have a lot of games around eating.
0: Good. <laughs> good. It's better than chomping your teeth together. Oh my gosh, traumatizing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my poor teeth. You know what else I was thinking of is with, like, Legos or dolls, Caleb's obsessed with Legos, and we have a million little Lego people, and we will, whatever comes up, we'll, like, play during special time or whenever it is, play with the Lego people, and the Lego person will have to throw up because Caleb's really scared of throwing up, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then Caleb will teach me through his Lego people How he wants me to deal with him being afraid of throwing up, you know?
0: Yeah, that's great.
1: Or like sleep, whatever it is. They will sometimes play it out. Sometimes I have to push, like I'll bring
0: it up. Yeah. Pia did school for a long time. She Or no, Esme did school for a long time. She We would play school and she'd Mm -hmm. say, I'm the teacher. You're the student. And then she'd be like, you're bad. Go in the corner. You be quiet. You put, you move your clip down. You, I'm taking your points away. And I was like, oh, boy, I guess somebody's processing school stuff. And I would be, like, you know, in my seat scared. The scared kid, like, I'm sorry, teacher. Yeah. Yeah. That's the
1: other thing is, like, with, I think I've only done this with sleep. I don't, you could do it for other stuff, but I'll be, like, on the couch and I'll be like Joey I'm really scared to go to sleep I can't sleep Joey what should I do and then he'll console me and it yeah. shows
0: me like what he wants
1: yes it's so sweet yeah
0: that's good that's really good. Yeah. yeah, they play out because they don't, you know, especially little kids like your age your kids' age, they don't have anything else to really they're not going to say, I'm really having a difficult time sleeping, Mom. If you could just come to me and give me a <laughs> hug and a kiss, I might feel you know, it's like they're not, yes. it's not gonna Well happen.
1: he I posted all about this in the Facebook um what are we calling it? The
0: community group or support group. Yeah, community, right. the peace and parenting um community.
1: I was writing about skeleton man and joey's like deathly afraid of the skeleton yeah. man right now he says that it comes to him in the night oh. and he can't sleep because he needs a protector and so during the day we played all these games with simpson and we were pretending to be skeletons and simpson was the guardian from the skeletons and now simpson sleeps on joey's bed and Joey's like I just need my guardian night night and he's good. Like we good. just played you it, processed out it, processed yeah. it out with the dog. Yeah, it's so good. Nothing else that I was trying worked like I could not <laughs> Yeah reason with him. We were talking about how we're all bones underneath and he was like, I don't care the skeleton man's coming. Yeah.
0: Reasoning it doesn't necessarily no, work. Yeah. It
1: does not work at all. Yeah. Cause I don't think it's like a logical thing. It's just a fear.
0: Yeah. It's all subconscious. Right. And so, and yeah. also if we reason it, then we're telling you, Oh, you don't have a right to have your fear yes. because if you think the way I'm telling you to think, if you think logically, you won't be fearful, but that's just saying to them, Oh, I don't have a right to have my feelings.
1: Mhm cuz i
0: don't have the right mindset. I don't have the adult mindset. Um it's the same with like putting shoes away and stuff, you know, like
1: to us it's so important, but to them they're probably like why do i have to put my shoe away? But if you make it a game, i was telling one of my friends this last night, if you just like make putting the shoes away a game, yeah dissipates all the tension. And I'm like, I'm going to get that shoe. I'm going to put your shoe in the basket first. Don't you get this shoe before yeah. me? And then they'll run and get the shoe and put it away.
0: And like, once okay. again, you're building in connection, right? Yeah. You've built in the connection. It's like you've replaced the rigidity and the like upset and everything mm-hmm. with connection, which is you're building in the, you know, foundation for the bond. And that's what we want to do is keep that bond strong. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to talk about the Facebook group. There's a, oh, yeah. We have a private Facebook community group um, and please find us and it's all like-minded parents who are just trying this, you know, positive way of parenting and you can post your questions and Gem and I are in there answering and we, I post all different content there that's not necessarily in Instagram and on my Facebook regular page. So um, join us and get your stuff answered. And I'm just starting to do Facebook Lives, so I don't even know what no, that's going to so look exciting. like. But let's hope <laughs> <laughs> let's hope it goes well so you can come and ask your questions live for sure. Yeah. Um, and I guess that's it. Do we have anything else on play? I think that my biggest worry that you can probably ease for other parents is that if you play at home
1: and then you send them off to school where it's not a play environment, that they're going to be, like, totally lost. You know what I mean? When there's,
0: like, rules and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing is that play promotes connection. Right. And so Mm -hmm. if you have a connected child in general, then their prefrontal cortex is working really well. They're thinking center. And so any child who's doing really well and thinking really well because they have a lot of connection stuff going on, then they're going to be able to comply where they need to. So if they go to school and they're thinking, well, because you've just played with them, then they'll be able to go to school and say, oh, yeah, I need to use my best judgment. I know I need to do what my teacher says. I need to sit in my seat. I need to do. My kids have never had a school problem, not one. I've never been called by anyone. And I, you know, I'm silly and play with them all the time. So Mm -hmm. now that they're older, I can see how this like positive parenting thing is playing out. And it doesn't all of our fears are kind of unfounded. Which is Mm -hmm. great. And you started, yeah. I mean, they were like six. Yeah. yeah. They were seven and four.
1: Yeah. So they were little. Yeah. They were seven
0: and four. So yeah, they were little. And so now they're 13 and a half and 10 and a half. And it's all been kind of blissful. I mean, not blissful. (laughs) (laughs) there have been days where I want to pull my hair out. Yesterday I had to give Mm -hmm. myself a time out in the bathroom.
1: I was just reading that on your Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but bathroom it's all good. Is sacred. It helps a human calm uh, down.
0: <laughs> right I, would, tongue. I was going to scream at everyone. I swear to you, Gemma. I was screaming was coming. I knew it, too. Mm-hmm. I knew it. And I was like, I have to get to my safe place, my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I was not resourced. And it was going to go down.
2: Yes. And I still
0: have those days where I yell and I don't want to. But you know what? It's okay. I apologize and we move on and I'm not perfect either. This parenting thing, there's no such thing as perfection and we're just out here giving ideas and we don't want anyone to feel like judged or that, you know, they can't, they can't do this because this stuff seems hard and they're not going to be perfect at it because none of us are.
1: Yeah. Even if you can do one thing, like if you just try... Play or if you just try special time, like do your one
0: thing and then see where it goes. Yeah,
1: maybe and do it, it do once more. today
0: and maybe tomorrow you don't do it and then on you know Saturday you might pick it up again. It's okay. <laughs> yes. All good. Well, um,
1: send us more questions if anybody has questions. Yeah, we good. need more material. I mean,
0: we have material for days, but <laughs> but we want your material we'll in particular. More, yeah. yeah, and like us and subscribe and rate us and um. If you need to find Gemma, I were on Instagram, both Mm -hmm. she's Gemma Arda and I'm at Peace and Parenting and all over Facebook at Peace and Parenting. And if you're looking for a coach or, you know, someone to guide you, because you can find all of this stuff for free all over the Internet, you can for sure do this for free. There's no there's no doubt you can. It's just a lot to navigate. And so if you have the time and you have the money, it's good to just get somebody to guide you through it because it makes all the difference just to get it in your brain and get it done and get all your personal questions answered. So if you are looking to have
1: your hand held, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and have empathy around it because it's not hard. And so I have group classes and I have individual stuff going on. And hopefully in the new year, I'm going to have a video coming out. So that's exciting exciting too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. All right. We'll, we'll be back next week for more.
0: Okay. Thank you,
1: Gemma. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening.
2: Caleb, when we play Mancala, who usually wins? Me. Because I always play with Daddy and I played it one day for like a half an hour or more. And you just know how to get the
1: marbles in your Mancala? Yeah, because I do a lot of steals. <laughs> he does a lot of steals. Do you like to help with Mancala? Yeah, because the special thing. The special thing? Yeah. What is it? It's a ston. A ston? Yeah. You're a ston? Yeah.
2: Shop now at hannahanderson.com.